Heather, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Scott, this is so exciting. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Do you want to walk people through quickly your background? How did you get involved in health and wellness or what's your origin story? <laughs> How much time do we have? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I usually start off kind of in the beginning when I tell people I was basically born constipated, right? Like mm -hmm. I remember at a very young age, like three or four sitting on the potty and having my feet fall asleep from sitting there for so long because I was so constipated. Oh. And that kind of started my journey of having doctors throw band-aids at symptoms, right? My, my mom and the doctors were giving me these gross, nasty, thick oils, right? To soften my stool. But nobody was trying to figure out why this three-year-old was so constipated. Mm. Um, it was right around the same time my uncle had killed himself. And um, there was a lot of um, trauma, <laughs> to say the least, in the family going on. And it, me at a very young age didn't quite understand what was going on, but I was very, very close to him. And he was probably one of the few in the family that, that got me, you know, at, at, who actually acted like they liked me. So it was a huge hole that that went away when he went away. And so you fast forward quite a few more years, lots of early childhood trauma. But I was bit by a tick when I was 13. And uh, didn't start developing um, symptoms until about two years later with my first attempt uh, at suicide. And I ended up in the psych ward. And so again, you know, take two of let's throw band-aids at symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. Why is this 15-year-old trying to take yourself out of the world? Instead, I got, you know, antipsychotics, mood stabilizers, antidepressants, pat, you know, pat on the head, being called um, attention-seeking, right? Oh. What's the matter, young lady? You're not getting enough attention at home, you know, and they send me out the door. Um, you know, fast forward, you know, quite a few more years, you know, I went 27 years undiagnosed Lyme disease, wow. celiac disease, Hashimoto's, endometriosis, you know, so there's three autoimmune diseases and a chronic critter that was wreaking havoc in my brain and my joints and my body and my gut that nobody, your lab results look normal. You know, that's all I ever got told, but I felt anything but normal. Right. So that's really what got me into the functional medicine space. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. And it was when I heard the founder of FDN speak, and he talked about balancing your gut, balancing hormones, or your detox pathways open. What's your mindset like? How much sleep are you getting? Nobody ever asked me those questions before. Wow. Right? I was like a typical any, but you know, any teenager in, in early teens, you know, um, early twenties person, you know, just burning the candle at both ends, and you know, I, I, so it was just. Um, it was a game changer once I started getting back down to the foundations of health. And that's, that's why I do what I do. And that's, that's how I work with folks for the most part. That's a remarkable story. I mean, I, I'm still aghast at the fact that, you know, for as long as you went without being diagnosed, it's still shocking to me that in this modern age, that these three giant um, autoimmune conditions can't be, um, well, are not understood very well, or they can't be diagnosed. I mean, it's just amazing to me that through as many doctors as you saw, they simply could not diagnose uh, these three autoimmune diseases. I mean, again, just shocking to me. I, it, it is to me too. And, and sometimes I still, when I tell the story, I have to choke back tears because it was just a huge part of my life where I was misunderstood. 
you know, and the whole, uh, when you go to this, you be labeled things like hypochondriac, like crazy, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to start this like huge movement right now of like getting rid of the C word, you know, and saying, Hey, I'm not crazy. Or, you know, Hey, your brain inflammation is showing, right? Like, cause that's, what's really going on. Treating mental health, like a physical ailment, because that's what it is. Right. But so many people treat it as some weird taboo thing that we don't talk about. And if you do, you get this massive label slapped on you and that's it. Like you're done. Like there's been two health companies I tried to work for that wouldn't work with me because they thought or they had seen something I had written on on Facebook, which was supposed to be inspirational about kind of where I was at one day with my mental health and what I did to overcome it. Right. So it was supposed mm. to be inspirational, but they labeled it as is is not looking good for a health company. And I was I was shocked because they had people working for them that were overweight. Right. They had people working for them that had diabetes. They had people working for them, you know, getting through cancer treatment. But heaven forbid I talk about my mental health issues. Right. Because that that 10 minutes that I struggled in that 30 day, you know, month calendar, you know, that's it. Like it, it, it completely tells the story of who I am, you know, all the time. And it's, it's heartbreaking. And I'm kind of, it's on a, I'm on a mission because obviously I'm, I am not, I'm not crazy. I have my moments. My brain has suffered some massive damage and I've done some remarkable things to help heal it. And, you know, when I met you at the party, you know, I wasn't drinking. It was one of my first parties, not drinking. And that's, that's part of this, this healing program too, is I, you know, I'm trying to lower inflammation from any source, right. And alcohol is a huge trigger for that. And so, yeah, I'm doing whatever it takes and I'm proof that it can be done. So I love your story, your healing journey. And so you talk about reversing three out of the four autoimmune conditions that you had um walk me through like what step one what what did you do or what was the first step that you took to a, to begin addressing some of these autoimmune conditions and, and what did you do to kind of reverse it so the fdn model is is what they call a dress for success it's diet rest exercise stress reduction and supplementation and so step one was diet I was typical American standard, you know, the sad diet, right? The uh, standard American diet, um, you know, macaroni and cheese and Kool-Aid. And I grew up on Mountain Dew and you know, nothing that was food, right? Like I say all the time, if your body doesn't recognize an ingredient, you know, I mean, if you don't recognize an ingredient, neither does your body and it causes inflammation, it causes damage. And so diet was the first thing to start cleaning things up. And with me being celiac for so long, you know, it was more than just going on a gluten-free diet. It was kind of cutting out all grains, all dairy, corn, even, you know, getting rid of the very inflammatory foods and healing my gut. Because if you've got a leaky gut, you've got a leaky brain, which also adds to the mix when it comes to mental health issues. So, you know, step one was absolutely diet you know, and then, and then just going through the rest of that, you know, how are you sleeping? You know, again, I was kind of always a night owl. I used to work in the bars back in the day, you know, so burning the candle at both ends. Um, Mindshare was actually kind of tough on me because we stayed up a little later than I was used to, you know, playing and then having to get up and be, um, you know, using the noggin the next day. So I was kind of glad I had cut alcohol out since the previous year, because I think that's the only reason I was able to get through that convention and still have everything intact. So diet was number one. So you took a look at 
you know, you, 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 you'd have, you have Crohn's, but you'd never been told before that you had any kind of gluten sensitivity. Like, um, how did you, how did that immediately have an impact? In other words, my guess is if you cut out gluten, you're almost going to feel better right away. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. And so it was celiac, not Crohn's. Um, ah, celiac. And yes. yeah, um, all gut stuff though, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. When I start working with clients, you know, I used to just kind of be like gung-ho right off the bat. We're going to run all these labs and we're going to do all the things. And then now I'm like, you know what? Let's just, let's implement a few lifestyle changes first. And then we'll go tweak from there because nine times out of 10, people are like, oh my God, it's a miracle. Like my pain is gone. My gut's working. I'm no longer constipated. Like my periods have been more normal and not as painful. Like fill in the blank. Like it's amazing what happens when you, like I said, remove inflammatory foods, heal the gut, like game changer, total okay. game changer. So that's, so that's step one in your journey is heal the gut. Mm -hmm. um, what, what happened next in terms of your journey, journey to health? What, what did the gut solve everything or were there other things that you implemented in your system? No, because I found out that I've got, um, issues in my DNA, right? Um, I don't detox properly. I do not metabolize and move vitamin D very well. Same with vitamin C, same with zinc. So I was nutrient deficient in quite a few things, um, uh, not detoxing properly. So then, you know, after we peeled apart the sleep stuff and the, you know, just did the FDN way, uh, sleep supplements, stress reduction. Um, then I had, I did have to dig a little deeper because I was sick for 28 years. 28 years of damage in my body. And so I had to really start, you know, put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And, and that was looking deeper into some energetic, uh, bioenergetic um, healing, which um, has been huge at helping heal some of that past trauma without actually having to relive the trauma, you know, like what, a lot what, of therapy. What is, bio, what is bioenergetic healing? Sorry to interrupt you, but what, what is that exactly? Um, you know, everything is frequencies. Um, it's, it's rooted in physics. I'm not smart enough to completely answer it any deeper than that at the moment. It's something I'm, I'm, I've been playing with for, well, ever since I got diagnosed with Lyme in 2013, I used something called Rife technology and Royal Rife back in the 1930s, um, started working with frequencies. And so like, how an opera singer can hit that note and shatter the glass. It's because she hit that same frequency and vibrated it to a point where it destroyed it. Um, there's different ways that you can use this kind of energetic um, type of healing, but for people who've been sick for a long time, and especially uh, those that have got a lot of mental health, uh, early childhood trauma type stuff that they're carrying in their body, because most disease is rooted in a mental emotional trauma that we haven't been able to store from the body. Uh, I mean, release from the body. It's been stored in the body. So I, I took now, you know, diet is part of it, but you've also got to look at mindset. You've got to look at, you know, healing the nervous system and getting that chilled out and looking at trauma, looking at detox, look at toxins in your environment, in your body. Like there's multiple, multiple layers to healing. And that's, you know, since I started my business back up two years ago, that's all I've been doing is, is walking my own walk. So that that way, everything that I'm implementing, I know works and that I can bring to other people. And so I can take what's been my 10 year journey and condense it down to, you know, six months to a year for them. 
It's interesting you spoke about the um, the test results that um, revealed that you had the DNA issues with respect to absorbing things differently. How do those tests happen? Is that something that you you order up and it's a special test that really anyone can do that can look at your genes like that? Or walk me through kind of the process of understanding the genetic component of health and wellness. So I started working with this new company. They're a they're baby company. They're not very old, but they're doing things like cutting edge. So a lot of times when you get DNA testing, so this is not like your 23 and me, right? Where I'm looking at what part Neanderthal I am or, you know, what have you. Uh, this is deeper than that. And, and a lot of DNA tests that you can even get online are looking for um, genetic mutations or SNPs, right? And so the way they, this company describes it is a SNP is like a misspelling in a sentence, right? These guys are actually looking for deleted sentences because if you think about it, you're gonna go about treating that completely differently. And a lot of times when folk, people are focused on just one SNP, they're not focused on what that pathway does further down the line. And so this company looks at the whole, you know, so let's say for sleep, it looks at all the genes that are associated with sleep and how they're working together and what the, you know, deficiencies might be where the weak links are, and then how to best support that without throwing off another system down the line. Make sense? Totally. So you hit upon nutrition, um, you hit upon, um, obviously sleep and looking at some of your, uh, DNA related issues. What else kind of comes into the fold in terms of you looking at a client and healing them? Is there anything else that you that you particularly focus on in their journey for healing? Oh, absolutely. Um, sleep, I mean, not sleep, uh, exercise is one. Um, sadly, you know, women especially, this condition to look a certain way, right, with these certain body types and, and we can have a tendency to overdo cardio, right? And we've got this whole model of calories in versus calories out, which is outdated BS that we've, we've learned quite a bit about, you know, just this last year and a half, I've lost 55 pounds by walking. My husband has lost 75 pounds by walking Wow, amazing! in the the diet stuff, of course, and the other stuff that I talked about, but it wasn't spending three hours a day in the gym, right? right? We didn't. And that's actually very counterproductive because stress on the body is stress on the body. Our body doesn't recognize good stress versus bad stress. And so if we are flatlined because of chronic illness, inflammation, trauma, and then we add this, this overact, you know, this overexercising on top of it, it is an added stress to the body. I remember after I had my kiddo, uh, doing spin classes and I'd come home from a spin class and I would sleep for two and a half hours straight. And my ex-husband at the time was like, what the heck is wrong with you? I thought exercise was supposed to energize you. And I'm like, I don't know. I thought so too. <laughs> I had nothing in the tank to give. Yeah. And the fact that I even made it through those spin classes just shows you how miraculous the body is and how even when there's nothing in the tank, it can still kick something in the clutch to kind of get you through. Well, until there's a point of no return and I hadn't reached reach that point yet. Thank God. But yeah. So usually when I start working with folks, like I tell them the first three months, I want you walking yoga, light strength training and stretching. Like that's where you're going to live for the next couple of months. And it seems so counterintuitive, but it's people really make big shifts when they kind of slow down a little. 
Yeah, I think that's an important point because I think when you effectuate any long-term change in somebody, I think you have to start with their belief about they actually can change because my guess is that people that come to you, um, some of them might have been have gone through the traditional medical system and been kicked out or called crazy or um, any attention seeking or whatever. <laughs> but it seems to me that you know there has to be a willingness to actually change and want to do this. It seems like that's the number one thing. And I guess what you're saying, I think, is the extent to which you can make the action items very easy to do. Like you're not saying go work out in the gym for three hours, but just go for a walk. And really anyone can go for a walk. But it seems like the mindset is really important. Um, talk to me about a typical client that comes to see you. Are they fed up, tired? Are they been just accepted the fa fact that pain is just normal? Oh, absolutely. And it's funny that you bring that up because that's actually a question in my first questionnaire before they even talk to me for a free consult. It's they have to answer that question. Do you believe you can get better? Because if the answer is no, do not waste my time. Do not waste your time. Like you're, you're, do not pass go, do not collect $200. Like we can't work together. If you do not believe that this is going to work, don't waste your money, you know? And I've actually had a couple of people in the past that have spent thousands of dollars and never showed up. And that just blows my brain. Cause I mean, and my ex-husband was like, "Wow, that's an awesome client. I'm like, no, that's not why I got into this line of work. I got into this line of work because I want to help people. Um, so yeah, it's huge. And it is sad it's a tough demographic I work with because a lot of them have been through the same thing that I've been through. And a lot of them show up burnt, um, not trusting, <laughs> skeptical, broke, <laughs> no energy, brain fog. So it's a lot to unpack. Um, you know, and I do teach quite a few exercises in, in the program that kind of helps get people's nervous system reset you know, it's some breath work and, and mindset stuff, a um, lot of mindset stuff, um, because that was part of my story too. So I relapsed, you know, I graduated FDN in 2013, completely changed my life, relapsed seven years later because I went back to living like an old lifestyle, right? So I had put a bunch of weight back on. I told you I lost 55 pounds. So that was gained a bunch of weight. I was inflamed. I was angry. I was reactive. And I had to start peeling back the layers again myself, it, but it was because I kept focusing on the physical in the past, you know, oh, test results, supplements, food, you know, focus on the physical, but I never, ever, ever once addressed my uncle killing himself when he was, when I was four years old or, wow. you know, the other childhood trauma that I had dealt with, you know, my whole freaking life. And my nervous system was just trashed. Like you can't heal when the gas pedal is on, right? And there's a tiger constantly chasing you. You can't heal right, 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 in right. that energy, right? So right. you got rest and digest and you got um, fight or flight. And I was in fight or flight all the time. Right. And that was a huge part of my healing journey this last year and a half was just peeling back the nervous system stuff, peeling back the trauma and the mindset and really getting this on board. Your story is so inspiring because you've lived it, right? Like everyone or most people that I speak to have a story that kind of move them into a certain direction of this line of work, but your story is so appealing. Could you walk me through one story or at least one person that you've helped over the years you've done this that really sticks out to you that really, you know, undoubtedly you've treated hundreds, maybe thousands of people, but is there one that you can share that really made a big impact in, in your 
for you in your work? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, most people, I can actually get pretty quick wins within like the first month, you know, they're starting to notice some differences. I had one poor gentleman who um, didn't get those quick wins and we had to dig a lot deeper. And, you know, six months in, we found out that, you know, he was still living in mold and um, that was huge. And there was no doctor that would have told him, you know, asked him about the environment that he's living in. And, oh, by the way, you told me you left your last place with mold you know, did you bring stuff from that place into this place, you know, and then possibly contaminate the new place? Oh, you did. Okay. Well, you know, change of direction here, you know? And so we started digging through the mold stuff and got him on a different detox protocol and he had to do some remediation. And, you know, now, geez, I think we've been working together for about 10 months and he's finally starting to turn a corner, you know, And, and there was a few parts, times there where he was like really upset with me and I was frustrated with him because we couldn't quite figure out like what's going on here, but I'm tenacious, right? If you still got any shred of hope left in your body, like I will figure it out. And if I don't know, I know somebody who does, right? Like I've, right. I've got connections up the hilt. I know I don't just, I'm not so egotistical to think that I have all the answers. I will definitely go outside of my, of me to find what I need for my clients. And and that's, you know, kind of what I did for him. It was a little bit of a you know, a village, you know, takes a village type of thing, but you know, he's starting to, he's getting his brain back. He's getting energy back. You know, he's 44 years old, you know, there's no reason for him to have, you know, been feeling the way that he was feeling. And man, I can't even imagine what shape his brain would be in, in the next 10, 15 years, if he would have kept going down that path. So it's been, and so he's been giving me some awesome testimonials lately. And it's just, uh, it's just amazing. I mean, cause he's, he's put in the work he did it right. He didn't give up. It so. seems to be a very common theme with, again, people that I speak with. I, I would label, you know, you, the work that you do as problem solving. And it's as if if you can sit with the problem long enough and really uh, solve it, um, it, it'll have a solution. Whereas I think that the way modern medicine is done today is you have seven minutes with your doctor <laughs> and you just dump as much as you can into this poor guy who's got 30 other people lined up behind you. And a doctor is going to do what they can in the seven minutes to just ascertain what's going on. They might give you a pill. They might recommend you to see another specialist. They might recommend surgery. But it seems like the common theme is you can sit with a problem long enough and you can solve it. But just by virtue of the amount of time and energy you can put into it. Is that a fair assessment? Well, yes and no, because if you don't know what you don't know, right, Ah. that's never going to come to you. But this was my journey, right? I also had mold toxicity. That was a part of me having to dig through to getting better. I also had um, cavitation surgery. You know, they took my my wisdom teeth out incorrectly when I was 13 years old and enclosed an infection into my jaw. Well, if you think about it, all the blood vessels in your jaw, what are those really close to? your brain, right? Mm. So I had this chronic infection also coming from my jaw, you know, so, and so I I had him check that out as well. I also had him go to the sleep center and do a sleep study to make sure he didn't have sleep apnea because even the best diet in the world, if you're not getting the right amount of oxygen when you sleep, right, Right. is not going to do you a, a bit of good. Same thing with this infection, right? You could literally be, you know, having all the organic this and the blah, blah, that, but if you've got this chronic infection going on, So there are like big boulders that you kind of really have to address first 
before you kind of start going into lifestyle stuff sometimes, right. but it depends. But like I said, that's why I do what I do and why I I'm constantly, you know, I just got done taking that um, advanced course in DNA. I just got done taking an advanced course in mold. I just got done taking, you know, uh, fill in the blank, like, because I'm seeing these patterns with these chronically sick folks and I'm seeing not a lot of folks who can work with them. You know, there's, you mm. know, they, you know, there's still a lot of specialties going out there, right. Which is kind of goofy because the whole body's connected. And so to have somebody who can take a step back and look at trauma, look at toxification, talk, you know, talk about the gut, you know, also with the blah, you know, fill in the blank because it's, it's all connected. hundred percent. Well, Heather, this has been great. Thank you so much for your wisdom, your knowledge. I love your story. Your story is incredible. A 28 year journey and just coming out the other side to this person you are today. So thank you so much for the time that we spent together and thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you. All right.